0: Having celiac disease or being on a strict gluten-free diet for other reasons is not a one-size-fits-all approach. There are so many variables at play, and everybody does it a little bit differently, and that's okay. That's what we'll be talking about on today's episode of a gluten-free podcast. Hey, welcome to a Gluten-Free Podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to a Gluten-Free Podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people about what they're doing in the gluten-free community, and I also share my own story of having celiac disease and being gluten-free. Before we get into the episode today, I would just like to say a few things. Firstly, as always, I would like to acknowledge the land on which I'm currently recording this episode on right now, and where my family and I have the absolute privilege to live on this beautiful land. This is, was, and always will be Gundangara country, and the Gundangara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to pay my respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and acknowledge the stories. Traditions and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am not a medical professional myself, so anytime you hear anything on this podcast specifically spoken by myself today, or any guest that you hear on this podcast, Uh, that speak about health or diet please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your own health or your diet because what works for me and my guests on this show may not work for you at all so please always remember to do that all right let's get into the episode today so today, I wanted to discuss something that has been brought up on social media a lot and then I've come across in my own gluten-free journey and having celiac disease since the very beginning. And that is that celiac disease and the gluten-free diet is not a one-size-fits-all approach. And what I mean by that is that everybody has different circumstances in their life when they are either diagnosed with celiac disease or... Or they're on a strict gluten-free diet for other medical reasons. There's just so many variables at play. So, you know, different ages, demographics, ethnicities, other health issues, both physical and mental, various medically required or lifestyle-related diets, you know, by choosing, religions, spiritualities of beliefs, which come with certain forms of diets, income, careers, you know, that's... That is something that is that is related, and we could probably get that to that a bit later, current lifestyle circumstances, and just so many other variables at play. And I always say this on the show, that, I, and I did say at the top of this episode, that I am not a qualified medical professional. So I give my own experiences on this podcast and share the experiences and expert advice of a lot of health professionals, but that doesn't mean it'll suit you. And this is why I always say this at the beginning of every single episode, to please always seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your own health or your diet, because that advice would be for you and you alone. Now, look, there's some wonderful people out there online, on podcasts, and those who are simply wanting to help you out in your own gluten-free journey. Hopefully, you consider me one of them by now, if you've been listening to this show long enough or you've just stumbled upon it. But... Unfortunately, there's just a small percentage out there who give really very misinformed information, and they use that as the basis to for you to purchase their products or courses or manipulate you into their way of thinking, which is often a fear-mongering way of doing things, and to be honest, I absolutely hate that. I hate that people are using someone's disease or a diet that they are on for medical reasons for their own benefit. It's seriously horrible and look i get a lot of people messaging me on instagram and asking me for specific medical advice they might have just been diagnosed with celiac disease or they've just gone gluten-free and they're asking about specific medical advice and i give them my experiences i tell them what's happened in my case but then i always tell them and i always you know preface it with this that to always just go and speak to a medical professional go and speak to your doctor or the specialist that you've been put on to um, and, and, you know, here are some names of some people that I have used if they're local people or, I, you know, some people that I have actually used online and, and I give them their contact details, but then it's the balls in their court because I don't want to get too involved with that. I don't want to tell them this is the way that you should be doing everything because they are going to be in a different, different circumstance. I am fully aware that I am a white privileged male living in Australia. And I understand that I have access to things that a lot of people don't. And I am extremely grateful for that. Um, I am extremely grateful that I had a celiac disease diagnosis in the first place. And that I have access to medical care that, you know, with specialists and checkups with my GP and I have blood tests and and lots of things. And in Australia as well, compared to a lot of countries throughout the world, we have an incredible healthcare system. And I really do uh, have to think about that. When I am talking to other people from other countries or I am trying to give them not advice specifically, but just talking to them about their own journey, I have to be very mindful of that. And I think that that is something that other people really need to be mindful of, especially online when you're speaking to someone behind this glass screen that that there's a person on the other end. Of of that screen, and that we really need to take into consideration their own circumstances, and that they may be extremely different from us. The other thing to think about is that in a perfect world, those with celiac disease or those requiring a strict gluten free diet for other medical reasons would, of course, be on a one hundred percent gluten free diet for life. They'd be eating as clean as possible and be sourcing the best ingredients from the best reputable sources that they could, of course. But that isn't the case. That simply is not the case because many can't afford or don't have access to that level of nutrition or they can't afford to have access to medical care or both for physical or mental health issues in the first place. And so to be diagnosed with this disease they may not even be able to get a celiac disease diagnosis which would then merit them to be on a gluten-free diet to begin with so we all just really need to be mindful that everyone has a really unique circumstance and a unique body as well and unique dietary requirements in their own in their own circumstances so i don't think we should judge them as i'm sure they're a, they are doing the very best that they can under the circumstances that they're in And if there was another way for them to make themselves healthy, I'm sure that they would do that if they had the time, if they had the resources to be able to do that. Of course, everybody wants to be feeling healthier and happier. I mean, we're not wandering around wanting to be unhappy and feel like crap all the time. Everybody wants to be happy and healthy. And that is the aim, I guess, of life. So look, I think we have to be coming from it from a really positive and uplifting perspective position for someone's life and not coming from it from a a really negative position and, and degrading a someone for for the choices they're making because you don't know what's happening behind the scenes. So look I need to heed my own advice on this one as well early on in my diagnosis and throughout COVID when I started my Instagram account. I wasn't really taking that into consideration and I was sort of on my high horse that everybody should be on a hundred percent gluten-free diet, uh, when they have celiac disease, when they get a diagnosis, if they're able to get a celiac disease diagnosis in the first place and that, you know, I, I was, I was being a bit, uh, in my own little world with everything. And I think it's taken a little while for me to, to take a step back and to really consider everybody's unique position. I think another thing to touch on is also the risk and reward uh, factor with celiac disease and the gluten-free diet. So some people may be really comfortable with eating may contain gluten statements in a product. Somebody may not. I am one of those people. I would not mess with the may contains. And let me tell you why. And even with eating out at a restaurant or a cafe, which seems a little bit risky, if there's a little bit of a risk there. And I'm going to tell you from my perspective perspective why. I'm a father of two daughters. And I also have a full-time job. And I do this podcast as well. It's a lot. I do not have much spare time and certainly not enough time to be sick. If I'm sick, my wife is taking the entire load. And I see that as an extremely selfish move because she is having to look after the kids. I'm in bed sick. Look, sometimes it happens by total mistake. And, you know, mistakes do happen with us with celiac disease or if we're on a strict gluten-free diet. It happens. We do get sick. But I think if you're taking a risk, a knowing risk, that, oh, this looks a bit dicey, I'll just give it a go anyway, you're kind of taking matters into your own hands at that stage. And I think, you know, for me, I'm not willing to take that risk because I, be, I can't be sick for three or four days because that's what happens to me when I ingest gluten. I'm sick for three or four days and then I have brain fog and lingering symptoms for even longer. I didn't have time for that. Uh, someone who's younger, maybe, or in a different circumstance who doesn't have as many symptoms, you know, or maybe you're going to parties, or you know, you're just around a lot younger crowds, or you don't have kids and, and you don't have as many symptoms with celiac disease. You may take a few more risks, and I am not to judge you, to be completely honest with you. I would probably be in that position too if I didn't have as many responsibilities. And I am not condoning eating may contain labels or going out and and eating at risky places at restaurants or cafes or any of that sort of thing. I think that you should always advocate for yourself and be as healthy as physically possible with this disease. But yeah, if I was in a different circumstance, if I was a bit younger, geez, thinking back to what I actually did in my youth, in, (laughs) in my teenage years and 20s. I certainly wasn't living it as healthy a lifestyle uh, as now. Let's just say that. But look, I I would be making many different decisions and I probably wouldn't be as strict as I am these days. But that is because I'm in the position I'm in now. And I can't afford to be sick for my daughter's sake. I need to look after them at the end of the day. I need to help my wife with that as well. We help each other, but I want to be there to help her. And likewise with me. And I have a full-time job to go to as well. I have clients who need me there, who rely on me. I am the only person who works in my business, so I need to be there day in, day out to do the work because the work does not get done if I'm not there. And that is just reality. Um, And that's just the circumstances that I'm in. And look, you may see some people online. This is the other thing as well. You may see some people some influencers, in quotation marks, online that are eating gluten-free or on a gluten-free diet, so they say, and they're putting up a, you know, what they eat in a day. And I can assure you that's not what someone is eating every single day. So please just remember that I've done this as well. I've actually posted on our Instagram account, just what I eat in a day. And it was, it's pretty close to what I eat in a day, but it's not what I eat every single day. There are so many factors that, that happen. We might not be able to get a product because of click and collect, because of the many trade issues that are happening at the moment. Or I may just have a massive binge at night, and you do not want to see what <laughs> me eating at nighttime when I am binging. I go crazy. My wife looks at me sometimes with just disgust on her face at me just scoffing down stuff in bed. And I'm just, I'm hungry. I've had a big work day, I didn't eat much at work. Uh, you know, so I think just always to remember that what you see online, there is so many filters with what happens online and people are only showing you a very, very small window of their lives and don't judge yourself compared to them. You're in a different circumstance with your own unique body, with your own unique circumstances and your own unique life. And that's fine. You're different and it's good to be different. You know, you do not want to blend in. Everybody should be unique and that's a great thing and that should be celebrated in my opinion. Um, But look, that's all I wanted to chat to you about today. Celiac disease and the gluten-free diet, no matter what people say, there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach to this. And you just have to take your own health and your own diet into your own hands. And I think when you can do that, it's really empowering that you can find your own way of doing things and uh, to, to find what works for you and what works for you alone. And uh, I think just to be confident in that and to not give in to other pressures from other people telling you how to live your life um, is, is the way forward. So look, Thank you so much for listening to this today. As always, please share this wherever you're listening to it. I love to see your tags and your Instagram posts uh, about this podcast. It really helps this show grow. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get this out to as many gluten-free ears as possible to help people in their own celiac and gluten-free journeys uh, because I felt alone when I was first diagnosed with this disease and I don't want anybody to ever feel like that. So look, thank you so much for listening to this Gluten-Free Fam and I'll chat to you next time. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.